I'm gonna look at my dad real quick. We did it, baby. We did it. I love you. It's amazing. It's amazing. I gotta go. I love you. Welcome to the meeting room. This is episode five, where we get into a room. And we meet. I'm Diana. And I'm Sean. What's going on? What's good? What's good, fam? It's been a long weekend. I couldn't think of a proper response. I gotta <laughs> watch. I gotta re-up with my top boy. Uh, but I'm solid. Okay. Yeah, I'm solid. I had a, a nice week. This three-day weekend was cool. I got no complaints. What about okay. you? Well, I have an update from episode number four. Mm, I got my Beyonce tickets. I was praying for Beyonce tickets in episode four. I got Beyonce tickets by episode five. Mm. So God is good. Now, I bought tickets to both the Saturday show in my city and the Sunday show in my city. Big baller. I need to sell the Saturday ticket. But the Sunday ticket, when I tell you God is good, God is good, I am in the first section by the stage. First seat facing stage. So some of her aura is going to just fall (sighs) down on you. Let me tell you, I don't even care that I'm not seated by any of my friends because everyone else got tickets next to each other but me. I don't even care. It's going to be me and Beyonce. And between now and August, when the show is going to be coming to DC, Mm -hmm. I need to figure out an outfit and I need to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Because Beyonce cannot see me like this. These are real goals. You want to present your best black woman self to Beyonce. Exactly. To Beyonce. Mm. Me and her, eye to eye, locked I in. I got it. I got it. That makes sense. So, you know, I can't say I relate, but that does make sense. I mean, that is someone, like I said in the last episode, I would empty my bank account for. Because honestly, I mean, the, the experience is exceptional. A, a Beyonce concert experience, it's exceptional. What is it about the Beyonce concert experience? Give me one detail. One detail. You can't just point out one thing because it's literally everything. Okay. I'm not even trying to be dramatic. It is everything. Mm. It's the transitions. It's the music. It's the vocals. It's the dance. So the fact that she can sing. I mean, yeah. And dance. At the same time. So why doesn't Sierra get the same type of love? Sierra did get the same type of love when she was doing Like a Boy. She was doing all those music videos. I loved Sierra. Mm. Now she's making music telling all the black women to... Say the Be prayer. Single. <laughs> oh, is that the oh, is that the one you saw on Twitter? Yeah, like everybody, like how are you using your husband's money to tell all the women to f that nigga? It's propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> I might sound like Kevin Samuels right now, but I'm peace and God. No, <laughs> take that back. Take that back. Okay. Yeah, well, that was the biggest catch-up for me. I mean, honestly, after I got those tickets, it's like... You mm. no, I mean, I'm telling you, honestly, I was, like, really, like, I was, like, I'm not going to get these tickets. Like, I was so worried. Mm-hmm. Oh, but let me tell y'all, shout-out to Sean. Shout-out to Sean. I was waiting Sean. for it. I was just going to just, you know... Shout-out to Sean. I wouldn't have gotten these tickets if it wasn't for Sean. Mm. I harassed him. I bullied harassed. Sean. Into giving me his Verizon... Verbally assaulted. Verizon login to link to my Ticketmaster account to get access to the presale because mm-hmm. I was waitlisted for every presale. But Sean came through. So really, whoa, whoa, whoa! Sean did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that. But shout out to Sean. Sean Ooh. is the MVP of February. 
Okay. I'm the MVP, y'all. You're the MVP of the of February. At least, well, as of today, you're the MVP. We got I mean, a few more days in Black February. History Month. So, for now, you're the MVP. Speaking of Black History Month, mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. Okay. Amazing. History in the making. History was made. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm curious as to, th- there were other aspects to history that was made, but what do you feel about the Super Bowl? What do you think? I will say this. Oh, because we watched the Super Bowl together. We watched the Super, we watched Bowl, the Super together. Bowl together. Yeah. I hosted a little shindig. Hosted a little, you know, something slight. It was good. It was a good crowd. I feel like everybody was getting together. It's a good little vibe. Yeah, yeah. drink. Yeah, I drank a little bit more because it was, you know, in my house. I was, you know, I didn't have to drive anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that it was a great, it was a great game overall. It um, was a good game. It was just an even, like, you know how when there's like one team that takes off and it's like, this game's not even fun anymore. Mm-hmm. Both teams were playing to win for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised though that the Eagles lost. I mean, they started off so strong, but I don't know what it is. Maybe people get comfortable and I don't know, it's a long, long game. I that boy, Patty Holmes, that's what happened. You think it's him or you think it's overall the team? I think it's overall the team, but I also think it's him because one, it's hard to beat experience. When you got experience showing up in the big moments like that, like all of the great athletes always talk about showing up in the big moments. So you got that. Um, Andy Reid is a hell of a coach, like Hall of Fame NFL coach. He coached the Eagles and took them to the Super Bowl, and then he went to the Chiefs, took them to the Super Bowl, and have then won the two Super Bowls. So it's hard to beat that. How do you, you know? Um, but then also, you gotta give it to that boy. Like some of the lower, the flea flicker joints he was throwing before he went down, just to keep the the ball moving. After being hurt, after mm-hmm. uh, 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 what happened? I think he kind of rolled his ankle or the yeah, stress or somebody fracture. tackled him. Kind yeah, of yeah, like again. he came, but now we don't know this, but we know this. They they shot him up. <laughs> they Allegedly. Shot him up. I said, look, <laughs> we either going to shoot you up or it's to the glue factory. Which one? <laughs> oh, my God. Because he was on the sideline so when they he, zoomed in on It was him. bad. They he, were was, like, he was limping. He was in pain. He was like, ooh, ooh, right. ooh. And then, then he came back out. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I wish y'all saw this visual of Sean. The way he was, the way he came back out, you knew what time, you knew what type of time it was. Whatever, on. whatever they gave him, allegedly it worked. it worked. But I will say, some of those short passes that he throws and like little underhand, like it looks like he's playing patty cake sometimes, but it works so well with this team. I feel like if anybody on my team did that, we'd be crucified. Oh hell! If yeah. anybody on but your it has team to did work. that, we would just laugh. It has to work. Um, I don't know what this derogatory energy oh, that you bring, but I don't accept. Okay, my bad. Um. Because that's not even what that's about. See, <laughs> it's about see, black home. people. See how quick black people want to divide, and, and <laughs> that's what they doing to us. But not, nah, um, now nah, he's just really like that. Then his dad, seeing his dad, like, yep, that's my boy. Oh, and, and his dad is. <laughs> his dad is as black and as free as he wants to be. Amen. Okay. okay. So that was cool. Then the other part of the Super Bowl, you had your girl. Rihanna, uh, 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 uh. Rihanna's Super Bowl performance. First of all, we were screaming. First of all, she is doing all that, that high up. Yeah, that was that was nice. For those of y'all who maybe have just been living under a rock or have not had the chance, to or just see, have a better things to do with your time. Let me tell you, the Rihanna news was all over the place. If you didn't even see that, 
fly across your yahoo.com well, you know, homepage, then you really did not want to see your it. Your yahoo.com. <laughs> I'm just saying. But, uh, or your Bing or whatever, you know, is your home internet browser. Okay. Um, but the fact that she was doing all of that suspended in the air, however many months pregnant she is, I mean, I commend that. Like, I was like, that. everyone's expecting Rihanna to, to do something extravagant and ex, ex, like a, ex, just crazy exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. But she's never been someone who's doing backflips and running up and down any stage. She definitely gives you a very sultry, Listen, very fun performance. I know. But I love the fact that she premiered her baby bump on national TV in front of millions of people. And she looks so good. And I will say, you know, I might need to go get that red lipstick from Fenty Beauty. I mean, I have a lot of Fenty oh Beauty. Oh, my goodness. No, I have a lot of Fenty Beauty like products, mm-hmm. but I don't have red lipstick from her. But that one looked a little different than the other red one they used to have. So I might go try that one. Mm-hmm. But you were going to say something like, you know, that had nothing to do with Fenty Beauty. What were you going to say? I wasn't going to say that. I was just going to say that I think the women were very supportive and happy to see her and see her baby bump, whereas the men were like, mm, she's not moving around a lot. Like, men have the worst takes when it comes to pregnant women. The I, worst. I, I'm, hey, the I, worst. I'm, there's, there's just other perspectives. And All that to negative be, stuff to be, was from men. To be fair. Okay. To be fair. I think that the fact that she's just out there performing was enough. But in terms of how excited you were throughout the performance, I was more excited last year. And Wait, who was even, last year? It was Dr. Dre and Mary J. Blige and Eminem and 50 Cent and Kendrick. and. That was last year? Yes, that was Why last year. Why did I think that was J-Lo last year? Hold up. We might need our team to research this. Wait a second. <laughs> I thought it no, was... that was last year. I'm not tripping. Wait. Okay, maybe. Maybe. Super Bowl. Oh, you. Wait, hold up. 2020. What? Super Bowl 2020. Two years ago, that's when J-Lo performed. I thought that was last year. No, I'm not Okay, of course, of course, last year's performance was like, yeah, 50 Cent, Eminem. Even, Dr. even, Dre, even the weekend performance. Nah, even the weekends, the, weekend, the way he, the way he had the the hit camera and everything situated, where it was different parts of the whole. It seemed like it was different parts of the, the stage he was at or on. That was cool. It was intricate. Um, I to me, I feel like the one with Bruno Mars and Beyonce was, my favorite one, but and Coldplay can't forget about Coldplay. And people forget it was a Coldplay halftime show featuring Bruno Mars. Hey, Mar. listen, no, it was a Beyonce and Bruno Mars. Which Mar's is crazy, right? Featuring Coldplay. I didn't forget. I know exactly what happened. <laughs> I saw what happened. I didn't, I don't even remember hearing Coldplay until after they premiered Beyonce. Um, but all the same, a amazing game, amazing, it was just black. Everything was black from beginning to end. Have you seen any of Jalen Hurts' interviews or like any like after they, after, after they, lost? they lost, yeah. This guy is so media trained. Yes, That's smart. Good, bad. I don't know what that is, but he is just so like self aware. Yes. Yeah, it's good to you're, be that. You're, you're taking the words out of my mouth. You're saying it so articulately because I don't even know the words to say. I think that he is so black. Athletes have to be either themselves and monetize their likeness. Or they have to be very well media trained to know what to say and what not to say. He speaks very, very direct, straightforward. He says, like, you ask him a question, he answers it directly. 
he doesn't dwell too much on like his feelings like oh i think like and he never says anything negative well i can tell you this he definitely talks about his feelings and he definitely says things that are negative it's just that you know black men have to be more careful about who and where we say things of course i don't what i mean is in media oh yeah in media no no no, he's crushing because i feel like other people be throwing each other under the bus some do but i think he's one of those players that gives me the feeling that he wants to be great Mm -hmm. and when you want to be great when you're following greatness you can't you got to accept responsibility for where you you know make mistakes and i think he knows that there were some areas that maybe he could have done better at or what have you. And so they'll be back. They're a good team. They're a solid squad. And so as long as they, you know, get that man his money, then he should be good. I personally, I like both teams. I'm not mad that Patrick Mahomes won because now he's able to kind of take that rightful spot as the best. What do you think about their coach, Nick Sirianni, the Eagles coach? People say he's arrogant. He does come off arrogant on TV. I don't know if that's just game day mode. It could be game day mode because I don't know enough about him. I haven't seen anything that he's done or said. Um, So, yeah, Super Bowl was dope. Yeah. Very, very dope. Well, now we just got to wait again until, you know, what, August, September. And in the meantime, NBA finals are going to be coming up. I don't really quite understand the NBA schedule, but I do know there was All-Star Weekend. All-Star Weekend... Uh, just happened, if you're listening, it, um, again, I have a lot of feelings about All-Star Weekend. Okay, let's unpack them. Uh, for starters, I haven't really watched an all, like, beginning to end. I, like, watched the skills challenge. I watched, uh, uh, the, I didn't watch the three-point contest, but I did watch the dunk contest. I watched the game. And let's call a spade a spade. It's because of LeBron, Okay. Wait, was LeBron always part of All-Star Weekend? He's always a part of every All-Star Weekend, but his success, his career, kind of like people are paying more attention. I think also it was in Utah, so that was different. And uh, Isn't it like in a new city every year? It's in a new city every Has year. Has it ever been in D.C.? It was in D.C. in 2000, I think. In 2000? Y'all never getting it back again. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they probably gearing up for, if not next year, maybe the year after next. You know, DC. Oh, they don't tell you that like a year or two before? I, they don't, we don't know. People don't like go around knowing you it's going to be. 2000. Hold up a second. I don't think it's coming back here. It's coming back at some point. <laughs> not 2000. Why is that so funny to you? Because I thought you were going to say like 2010. 2008. No, 2000. No, no, no. We were in elementary school like basically just learning how to read and write. That was the last time that it was here in D.C. It'll come back. I mean, I'm I laughing. Have, hee hee ha but I don't know when's the last time it was in Dallas. So Can't tell you. Yeah. Um, nah, but the All-Star game was... All of this, to me, is uh, it was dope. I also, I'm going back to my... And I'm going I'm to let you cook on, the, on the, the rest of the All-Star game. But my theory about Jordan being a real hater... It's just more. It's it's. I'm I'm starting to believe it more and more. Wait. Okay. Did he did he go to All Star Weekend? Is that something he would go to? Okay. Actually, let's back it up a let's second. Back it up. What is All Star Weekend? Who is an All Star? Who votes? And like, what do they really do in All Star Weekend? For those mm. of the those of the listeners who don't who like pay attention to the NBA. I mean, I saw stuff on Twitter. Like, I saw like people tweeting specific names. I saw celebrities were doing a celebrity game. So it but, a lot of it has to do with. 
um, they changed the format. A lot of it has to do now with um, like popular voting or fan voting. Who gets selected from the East or who gets selected from the West. I think there's another means to which they also assess who should be on the t- either team. Mm-hmm. But um, then they pick captains based on you know who they feel from the East is the best, who they feel from the West is the best. And then the two pe- captains, then they pick their team from the 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 members that they had okay. right so it it, it kind of changes every year or i don't want to say it changes every year it's been changing a lot um but all in all they used to they used to actually play during the all-star game like they used to play defense like, that's what i was wondering they don't really do that nowadays nowadays it's more like a highlight reel you're there to have fun but what do you mean they used to play defense like during the all-star game like when Allen iverson and kobe bryant and vince carter and tracy McGrady and all those guys were playing they were actually playing now they might do some different stuff but they wasn't just gonna let you go by not as easily right this is supposed to be all fun and games, but those guys were still trying to play defense. They those guys were really trying to determine who was the best. Whereas yesterday or earlier this week, if you're listening to when we first dropped this, uh, Sunday was it was who can have the best looking points or who can score and dunk the best. That's why I like back to LeBron when LeBron blocked uh, he blocked somebody's shot. He kind of pointed and was like, that's for you, Malone. Talking about Carl Malone, a guy from Jordan era. Oh, okay. So, they was really... Carl Malone like a... Carl Malone was a pretty good player. Hold up. Did he come up in the news again? He came up in the news about something. I don't know what. It's the same thing that always comes up. I don't want to get into it. I think yeah. it's something really yeah. unfortunate. But uh, anyways. But this white guy, Mac McClung. Yeah, okay. Because I had to Google his name real quick while you of were talking. You because this is all I remember from All-Star Weekend. Because it was trending. White white boys can jump or white men can jump or white some men can white jump. men can jump was trending and I was like well, what well, I thought there was like a movie coming out about this. There is a white there is a remake of the original White Man Can't Jump with Woody Harrelson and uh, what is that man's name? Gosh, what is his name? He Wesley played Snipes? Blade, Wesley Snipes. In the original, it was uh, Woody Harrelson, uh, Wesley Snipes, uh, Kadeem Anderson, or Kadeem Harrison from um, A Different World, and I can't remember the girl from Do the Right Thing, the Hispanic girl. I can't Anyways. remember her name. Anyways, um, the remake is coming out, and I think, what's the white boys from Kentucky name? Oh, Jack Harlow. Mm-hmm. Jack Harlow. Jack <laughs> Harlow is in it, and. Wait, what'd you say? He's from Kentucky, but what else did you say? I was about to start singing the song. Oh, you're about to start humming it. Okay, yeah, Jack Harlow. But, so you had that. And then this random white kid who literally just got signed to the Philadelphia 76ers like two days ago. <laughs> what? <laughs> he got signed. He he's on a two He was on a two-week contract. With the 76ers. With the 76ers. He's from, from the, the G-, G League. That's like their, the mini, like the minor league. Yes, that's the okay. minor league. I'm actually on his Wikipedia page right now. <laughs> All I remember was there's like a dunk he did. And no, then, no, he was dunking. He was, and then was he was stupid. like, he did this thing like, it's over. Like he was like, That's over. That's what Vince Carter did. Oh, that's what, when Vince Carter came, stuck his arm in the rim, everybody went crazy. That What's was that? like a Jermaine Dupree rap from like a... 
yeah. a movie by Bow Wow. Remember that movie Bow Wow? Bow Wow was in where he was like playing in the NBA. Talking about like Mike. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jermaine Dupri had a rap. Yeah. You don't know that. You don't remember that. I don't. I remember the movie. I don't remember that song. Yes, I know that song. I don't remember that part uh-huh, in the song. Uh huh. Uh huh. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's it. I promise. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, what was I saying? Yeah, he gets this ten this two week contract. Is this Lin Sanity two this is this is Linsanity 3.0 because this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, why in the world? And the part that made me so mad is that you can't hate because he really was crushing it. Like, may he, I ask what makes a dunk a good dunk? Is it how high you're jumping? Is it like what you're doing while you're It has dunk? every. It, there's so many factors. You're too. like coming alive right now. This is because it's a real thing. Like, there's so many factors that come with how good a dunk is or how good it isn't. For starters. If you are like my height and you can get up there and your How head is close. How tall are you? I mean, I don't want to divulge oh. my personal information on You're above uh, six feet. I'm above so six feet. So if you're feet. above six foot. So, for example, one guy was like six nine, right? Okay. Some of the dunks he were doing were not as cons- were not considered as impressive because you're already this tall. So, whereas this guy, Mac McClung, is probably 5'11", six feet. So for him to get up there first, just getting up there alone is like, whoa, he's really, he got, he got hops, right? So he did one move that goes, for the there, record, there are a number of things. For the record, his listed height on Wikipedia is six foot two. Mm, so, okay. Somebody might have put that, he might have put that in there. Somebody else might have put that in nah, there. No, they but ain't letting you write. His listed height is 6'2". Six six two. Two. Okay, six so two there are a number of things that go into a dunk. Whether you do it on your first try, how creative you are with the dunk. Is it something people have never seen? Is it physically difficult to do? Um, the flair that you do the dunk with, the theatrics behind it. Like That's why, if you remember one year... Dwight Howard blew out some cupcakes when he dunked the ball. Blake Griffin dunked over a Kia. Cool. Um, Wait, is that like cool, cool, or is that like cool? It's like, mm, okay. Wait a minute, he blew out a cupcake? Yeah, he went up, dunked, and before he put the ball in the hoop, he blew out these cupcakes that were on... On the rim? On the backboard? It was on the back of the the rim. Okay. So, ugh. Did people think it was cool then? I mean, it was all right. So he wasn't even getting a lot of money. No, no, no. Now, granted, there was one dunk where Aaron Gordon, I think this was 28, this is the last really good one, where Aaron Gordon, uh, he had a, he had the, the, the magic mascot on some on a hoverboard, and the guy was spinning. So as he's either standing there or spinning, I can't remember, Aaron Gordon runs up, takes it, Puts it underneath his legs, and you can see how difficult it is to get it under and dunk. Oh, he did like he grabbed what you do on the ground when you put the ball in between your legs. You did it mid air. He did it not in between, underneath. Under like behind. Like underneath. if you if you were bouncing a ball underneath your legs right now, that wouldn't be. When you say underneath, I'm visualizing like behind your like knees. as you're sitting, yeah, behind both of your knees. Okay, so he grabbed in air. He did that in the in mid air. He did suspended as he jumped. With one hand or two? He jumped up, right, grabbed the ball with one hand, brought it underneath his legs to the other hand, and dunked it. 
that's pretty creative. Okay. And he did it on his first try. Amazing. Mac McCombs. Well, you get more than one try? If you mess up, but you also get a time limit. So there's a lot of different pieces okay. to this. But Mac McClung was able to, like, he did this, like, double pump fake in midair where he grabs the ball. <laughs> like, re- you got to be moving pretty fast. And just the fact that he did it, that's that's impressive physically for okay. his height. So, yeah. But what blew me is, one, this... He he deserves he deserves ridicule until he does something different. I think his name is George Sims. Yeah, what did he do? This you sound so disappointed because I was so mad because here it is. You, you wanted got, something more out of him. I, that's what people miss about the dunk contest. Wait, hold up a second. Is because I saw somewhere on on Twitter where it said that um they said people said. There was a time when the basketball players actually used to participate in the All-Star Weekend. Is it that, like, most of the big names were just not participating? Yeah, cause so there's this... You heard of John Morant, yes? Yes. John Morant is one of the people who definitely should be in the dunk contest, but for some reason he doesn't want to do it or hasn't done it yet or doesn't feel as though... Does he dunk on the regular? He he does the nastiest dunks. I can show you later, but... Wait, isn't I, he the one who... They were saying... um. Uh, Stephen A. Smith was like yelling at him or something on the court, like a couple. Not Stephen A. Smith. Oh my Shannon god, Sharp. Shannon Sharp. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. But then also recently there was some scandal about somebody on his team, somebody in his like camp, his personal mm. camp, uh, like putting lasers through a car or like shining lasers through a car, and they got mm-hmm. banned for reason. Mm-hmm. So what is up with this? With this? Well, not too much on black men doing black hairstyles. No, I'm just, I'm just asking, like, what is up? I, I have hear no his clue. name. I'm hearing it in different contexts. Yeah, yeah. Contexts, there's, and I'm there's, like, there's a lot of. I mean, I know he's he moves, good. He moves with the. Uh, he moves with his family and and people who you know, maybe, sometimes are about that life and, you know, he's taking care of a lot of people who are there to take care of him and so yeah. when that happens, you know, you're bound to come, up to some, uh, some moments and disagreements where. Uh, Stuff okay. like that happens, but, but he should, be he, he should in, have been in, in the dunk contest. Absolutely, he's, he's really good at the dunks. During normal games, he's dunking over people, and it's really disgusting. So, um, but you said you're disappointed about somebody else. Yeah, I forget his name. I I try to look it up. I thought it was George Sims, but whatever it is, he was atrocious. He takes he does this really super basic dunk and tries to dunk it and put both of his elbows in. And he, first of all, he got somebody to grab a ladder and clip this envelope to the net. Okay. So, clearly he's going to retrieve the envelope. On the net. Yeah. The envelope is clipped to the net. Okay. So, then he runs up. He doesn't even, I don't even think, I don't even think dude dribbled as he was running up. Like, none of that. So, he does it. First and foremost, he does it like this, and then like sticks both arms in, and Dick grabs the envelope, comes down, opens it up, and it says fifty, which is the highest score you can get. Okay, that's creative. No, it's not. You said it's wait, why is it not creative? Because the dunk that you did was a regular dunk. Was a basic dunk, and it didn't want a fifty. So now you look corny. Oh, I see. Was it was not creative. It wasn't the dunk wasn't creative. Maybe you could say people have clipped things to the net and the backboard and all that other crap. If he if he had done what the other person did, if he had done with the other legs, then and you then did at that the same time do it and unclip the clipped 
envelope and yes. it says 50, you would have definitely given him a 50. Yes, because Mac McClung got a 50 because what he was doing was stupid. Okay, I saw one of them, the one where he was like, it's over. Yeah, that was from Vince Carter. So Vince Carter is one of my favorites. When did he retire? Vince Carter? Mm-hmm. He was like 41, still playing, Yeah, right? he retired, I think, right before the pandemic, unfortunately. Well, he had yep. a really great, you know. Amazing career. Yeah. So, uh, they got that from Vince Carter. One time, like, it was pretty clear everybody knew Vince Carter was winning this before the dunk contest was over. That's how That's how he stood out from everybody. I will say, watching these dunks, because mm-hmm. I did watch some clips on Twitter, not on regular, like, you know, NBA television. Okay. As you're showing me this clip, this is George Sims. Okay, so... Oh, that's... He dunked like normal. And pulled out an envelope that says 50. That's not... Like, it doesn't look bad. But it's not a 50, so you're now... Wait, what did he end up getting? Like a 47. Oh, close enough. No. Oh, okay, whoa. That was... that. It didn't even deserve that. But, okay, so creativity, how high you jump. One guy, for example, one guy did like a, a dunk that was basically like... I used to do on NBA on video games. <laughs> That's not the same. He threw the ball up, caught it midair, put it between his legs, and dunked it. Wait, that's what you just said the other person did. No, 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 no. You said that in was between. Aaron Gordon. That was Aaron Gordon. That was years ago. And that was creative because he had the mascot spinning on the hoverboard and he takes the ball from the hoverboard. <laughs> From the from the mascot on a, that's at least at least you have the person. Plenty of people will give you a ball yeah. or have a person stand under the court. But what you have them doing, that's creative. But you also have to do a creative dunk. Long story short, after Mac McClung did this, it's over. Imitating Vince Carter, everyone was like, all the black is. all the black men flocked to him during Black History Month. That's what Month. I saw. <laughs> this white man, you should see it. It's nasty. This white man. Does the nastiest dunk alive. Right? He it's over. All the black men. Oh <laughs> Bruh, I'm so I was so sick. Why? I was so sick. Oh my god. Well look, all I was gonna say is that's what I saw trending. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, and I watched some clips. I will say I don't understand. I mean I've never dunked. I can barely jump, you know, an inch off the ground. So mm-hmm. I've never I don't know like how it feels to be flying through the air with a ball in your hand ready to dunk it in a basket, right? right. But what I will say is they all look so they these guys make it look easy like they make it look like it's easy i know it's not i'm not saying i could do it but the way do when they do it and they do it well i'm like wow that just looks so effortless yeah i mean that's the best part of when you're doing it and it's really that good because you are supposed to make it look easy that's why people love michael jordan that's why people love stuff do you <laughs> no i'm not a big fan of michael jordan. um and we can get back to that okay look um Okay, so high school jersey, that's cool. No oh, one. Oh, he was wearing so he's yeah. wearing his high school jersey. Oh, he does two twists. Look, look, look at look at everybody. Look at all these black men. Everyone's like, it's over. Oh wow, they all flock around him. Look. That's oh, is that Drewski? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Doing black hair signal. That is too funny. Wow, that guy looks. He yeah, looks he shocked. Like, yeah, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you lost, buddy. No, the dunk was amazing. Okay. Um. Now back to my Jordan theory because I'm I feel I'm beginning to feel more strongly about this. We did talk about the Jordan theory last time. I know. So recap. So so nothing has changed. Nothing has changed okay. because now this air movie. I don't know if you saw the preview for it with. No. 
Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Oh yes. Oh, now I know you're really heated. Okay. <laughs> there's a now all of a sudden there's a movie about the original contract that came with your amazing shoe deal and how how Nike decided to pick you as the face of their brand and What's so wrong about this? I feel like Sean, you're kind of sounding a little bit like a hater. Because he's picking all of the times. Like, why are you doing this now? Why not? Opportunity. Right, opportunity to outshine LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm still the king of this. Don't don't oh get it twisted. Lord. Okay, not the LeBron hive. What do y'all call yourselves? <laughs> I don't call myself nothing. All you I'm saying, y'all don't no, have no hive. legitimately, if you look at, even if you look at, like, I just show. I'm finna put my girlfriend's name out there, but I just show. My girlfriend, the video of like Le- apparently LeBron missed practice for the All Star game. You know why he missed practice? Why? Because him and Savannah was exploring the desert, and it's a cute little video of them, you know, exploring the desert, exploring the desert outside, the outside in the desert, in the desert. Then you got videos of his mom, him thanking his mom, thanking uh, his kids, thanking his wife for being there for supporting him, and. Yo, it's his time to shine. Wait, hold up a second. What do you mean he missed practice to go to All-Star? I thought everybody's at All-Star. No, he missed the All-Star practice mm. to spend the day with his wife. You can't hate on this man. If you, if I, feel, I feel like um, you either know something about him that nobody else knows or you hate him. Okay, I can see that. And Jordan be hating. <laughs> we, Jordan's <laughs> probably very, very happy for LeBron. Now all of a sudden, think? now all of a sudden, he want to give ten million dollars—the most money Ooh. he didn't ever give. He didn't ever <laughs> gave ever. Everything you're saying is so circumstantial. It's hilarious though. It's circumstantial until you start to notice a pattern. Oh God! Because the more LeBron's notoriety goes up, I feel like boop, 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 so does Jordan. <laughs> it's like, like his antennas. I feel like ten years from now, when like LeBron does something. That, oh. he should, that he should very well do, and then Jordan also does something that he should very well do, you'd be like, he's a hater. No, 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 no. Because, let's get it, let's not get it twisted. I do think Jordan is a better player. Okay. I think LeBron is overall better for the NBA, more of a role model. Well, he's a great player, and he happens to also be a better... He's a great player and a better role model. Jordan was an amazing, legendary player, but let's, let's keep it a book, like... There are stories out there. That he wasn't very nice. He wasn't the best teammate. He wasn't that, you know, he, he got beef with people. You don't really hear a lot of people who got real beef with, Le- real beef with LeBron. Not, uh, what's his name? Skip Bayless. <laughs> okay, Skip has beef with whoever he needs to have beef with. Nah, he has a serious thing about LeBron. Like, I really think it's, an, it's a nasty, weird obsession that needs to be talked about. Because anytime, anytime <laughs> Shannon Sharp, episode, Shannon Sharp will come in there and be like, man, Skip, LeBron just, the, well, technically, he missed the last shot of the last quarter, and Jordan would never miss the last shot. Shut up. Okay, I see this. So there's really some anti-LeBron There's some real anti- in the NBA. Really what it is is that LeBron is the first player to kind of manage his own career mm-hmm. and take his career in his hands. And I think there are a lot of players who didn't get the chance to do that, feel a way about it, and they also know the rules changed as LeBron was playing to make it a bit easier for him, not as physical. He's such a physical being mm-hmm. that him playing in the area that he has, he it's a bit easier for him than for Jordan. And what Jordan did of winning three championships and retiring, coming back, winning three more, that's 
unprecedented. Like mm-hmm. that's a hell of a story. You cannot recreate that. Any one thing goes wrong, you can't recreate that. So it's a great story to tell. But typically for a person who is super private to all of a sudden come out and say, I want a 10-part docuseries about my the last time I won a championship when you really got beef with three of the four people in the documentary because Scottie Pippen came out and said something. Isaiah Thomas came out and said something. So, you know, who who you want to follow? Who am I going to tell my kids to look up to? Okay. That's all I'm saying. And and then you talk to the older black men. Oh, well, you know, LeBron don't got that spot. He also don't got them, you know, cheating scandals. You know? Oh, okay. Anyway. I mean, it's not in the public. But we talked about creativity when it comes to uh, the, the dunk contest. But I wanted to give you a little quick story about the most creative way someone has told me a man to mm-hmm. kick rocks that they're not interested in. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Hard, sharp left. <laughs> no, I have to tell the story because, okay. listen, I'm not, my feelings aren't hurt because I hadn't even met the Are person. Are you sure? No, it's I okay. hadn't even met the person. No, my feelings aren't hurt. But um, someone basically was just like, I'm good love in the most sassiest way that I've ever been told that. Mm. And I got to give this person a 10 out of 10 for creativity. It was what funny. did he do? So let me just give you... <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Let me just give you a backstory. Mm. So I exchanged numbers with someone. Okay, you know, exchanged numbers. Via the socials. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we were saying we were going to meet up. Okay. Oh, let's, you know, let's grab a drink somewhere. Something really easy, casual. I don't like serious, like, first meetups, first dates, whatever you want to call them. Right, right. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so it's actually funny. I can't believe this happened to me. So we were trying to find a time to connect, but our schedules weren't lining up. Either mm-hmm. I had, you know, I had a really busy weekend a couple weekends ago. Actually, I went um, about two Saturdays ago. Was it two Saturdays ago? Or was the last Saturday? Oh my God, last Saturday. So two Saturdays from the time that this, people are probably going to be listening to this. I had such a busy weekend, but part of my weekend was actually volunteering mm-hmm. at this organization in Southeast DC, or this sorry this this well yeah this organization. Or the center, I'm going to say the center in mm-hmm. Southeast D.C., um, where it's basically like, it's called the Dream Center. And okay. p- kids come there, and they have a gym, and they have, like, after-school program, and it's linked to a church that I go to here in the area. And so, so you're giving back. So I was giving back, and they right. call it Second Saturday, and it's, like, a thing you can go. Anyways, all that to say, that was part of my weekend, um, and that was one of the days that this person had hit me up and said, hey, are you free? Mm. I said, look, I, I got a busy day. I'm, I'm volunteering, and then I have dinner with my friends later, and, like, you know. Also, mm. like, you know, I asked, when else are you free? And they were like, oh, I'm not free this day. So we're doing this, like, on the phone, texting, kind of, like, back and forth. Mm. But, you know, this person's very expressive via text. Um, they like to, you know, how's your day going? Not, like, a short answer. You know, you're going to get the full how my day is going. Right, right, right. Um, but I've still not met this person yet. So I'm like, this is a lot for text messages. It's just a little over-expressive. Yeah, yeah, a little over-expressive. For okay. me, there's okay. nothing wrong with being mm. expressive. No, there isn't. You said that in the most... I'm listening. Let's come on. You said that in the most... Um... I am listening. Okay. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. So, um, basically, on Sunday, the Super Bowl day, the Super Bowl party day, mm-hmm. we... This is a very last minute. Like, I threw a very last minute Super Bowl. Well, you did. We, we joined through it, but it was, I was hosting it in my house. So last minute, it was good. I had to run around on Super Bowl Sunday to like different giant stores and different mm-hmm. grocery stores, um, 
just to get all the stuff that we were going to use. So right. I had no time to talk to anybody. That morning, mm-hmm. he had messaged me. And he was like, hey, do you have any time to talk today? And I'm not going to lie, I just didn't respond because I had a busy day. I was mm. like, I'll get back to him. I'll get back to him. Mm. I didn't even text my mother that day. I don't even think I spoke to my mother. Mm. I had a busy weekend because, you know, I'm a busy woman. You got, you, you yeah. And I have a busy. lot of things to do and a lot of, you know, places to be. Anyways, that was like in the morning. In the evening, I get a text message from this person. And guess what they sent me? What they send you? They sent me. I'm getting sick and tired of you. No. They sent me a photo. Oh, wow. Wait, the last text was, good morning. Are you free to talk today? Didn't respond. This was 9.06. I was like, I'll get back to them. Sunday, right after you guys left my house for uh, from the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I get a photo, a, the text, a text message, and it's a photo of the Her Loss album cover. <laughs> Let me see. That's Her- funny. <laughs> that was the most creative thing I've ever seen. That's kind of corny. It's funny, but it's no. So then I, I was like, no freaking way. Mm-hmm. Like this, this no. See, way. I don't. No way. Ten out of ten, I will say creative, because I knew exactly what that. You know exactly what that. I knew exactly what that meant. Let's let's call a spade a spade. Men be in their feelings and don't know how to communicate that they be in their feelings. Because <laughs> I would never, I would never stoop so low as to send. Hey. No, no text about just a photo. Just a photo. Just I would, a photo. No, I like Drake, so I know exactly. Yeah, yeah, what this that's was. that's a little sassy. So, so it was, but sassy. I'm I'm not a sassy person. Of course you're not. You're like a normal person. So. Yeah, that's a little too much, but that is pretty funny. Uh, full disclosure: this person's older than me. <clears throat> yeah, see, that makes it even but worse, anyways, bro. Um, a couple years older than me. Uh, but anyways, I messaged them back. I said, "Hey, look, I apologize for not messaging you back yesterday. Mm-hmm. I had a really busy weekend, which I actually did, and I was very grateful for like all the." great things i did that weekend um but i said i and i said i don't want to assume what's behind that message what was what that what the message is behind that photo so if you're still wanting to meet you let me know mm-hmm. i don't get a text the whole monday the whole tuesday i don't get a text message mm-hmm. wednesday i get a voice note yeah that's why it's corny i stop i hate that i get a voice note and basically it's a, almost a, a minute and a half long and well, there's a text that accompanies it that says, "I appreciate the apology," but it basically was a voice note, and it was like, "Thank you for apologizing. It shows that you have compassion." I was like, "Oh God!" The minute I heard that, I was like, "Oh, oh, this can't. I can't. Yeah, I just, I can't." Yeah, but feelings. And then basically, basically, it was like, "Oh yeah," like I felt like really, you know, like neglected and pushed to the side. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I like. I haven't met you yet. Get like, out your feelings. Get out of your feelings. All that to say, I've never been, <laughs> I've never received, to this day, I will say, I mean, wow, like, a, like you know, I appreciate the boldness and, like, the direct, like. Yeah, that's wild. But that was the wildest thing that's that happened wild. to so me. That's wild. We used to have, we used to be men. <laughs> men used to go to war. We used, and to, now we they used go to, to go to war. There's a, there's a tweet that said, men used to go to war, now they just moved to Austin. <sighs> I'm we used to be. I'll be embarrassed. For we it. used to be a proper country. We used to be what? We used to eighteen. I'm going to war. I'm building a car. I'm. I got this. Okay. I figure it out. Kevin Samuels really did a number on you because I tell you. I can't stand this. <laughs> like I'm not gonna hold you. Every single time oh, I want to ride for the men. Like I'm a man. I understand it. I get it. But about your feelings, be expressive. But being sassy and like, oh, I'm gonna send a. 
passive aggressive message. That's part of why y'all are like. I I feel like the message. You know when I sent that message, like I'm sorry I didn't text you back. Mm-hmm. I for a second I was like, you know what? I can understand like you want to reach out and I'm not being uh, like responsive. But I already assumed we weren't going to meet this weekend because at the time wasn't like. If can you, I tell you a story? Yeah, you can tell me whatever story you want to tell me. I'm going to tell you a story. But basically, all I was going to say was, I was just surprised. The, the message, the text was, it was funny. It was it funny. Was, no, it no, was no. funny. No, no, no. No, no, no. Listen, that's, it's hilarious if he just never sends anything else after that. If he never sends nothing yeah. else after that, it's hilarious. But it's the fact that I got it's a It's the fact that you got a voice. Yeah. And Telling me thank you for apologizing to me. No, no. If I send that, I apologize because I was an, oh. Then after that, when, when all that was said and all that was said and done, I did say, you know what, you know, I want to reiterate again. I apologize. I would never want to like ignore somebody like that mm-hmm. on purpose. Like, but you know, I think it's cool. It's safe to just say like we don't need to meet. Like I wish you the best. Yeah, that's. Mm-mm. Now if he just sends that picture, hilarious. And then I'm like, if I met him, <laughs> good job, I, bro. I like that. I like that energy. Oh lord. But to send that. Because you really in your feelings, like Drake be in his feelings. Oh, you know I love Drake. Exactly. But when Drake but does it, it's cute and funny because it's Drake not, is Drake. I, I promise you if you knew Drake, it probably wouldn't be cute. No, because I already have a theory that Drake is a Sour Patch Kid. Yeah. That's, First they're sour, then they're sweet. That's that's terrible. That's basically Drake. That's terrible. Speaking of Drake. Oh, no. Don't say anything. Ne- <laughs> Don't say anything negative about Drake. Well, it's really speaking of Drake. Are you about to tell me the story? I'll save the story for Patreon or another time. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Tales from the Crypt, okay? So. Anyways, uh, speaking of really not just Drake, but hip-hop in general. Because I, I think I it kind of like didn't click last episode when we were talking about the Grammys as to why everyone was up on stage and it being like the 50th anniversary of hip-hop and what that looks like, what that means. So I wanted to ask you, this is a very, uh, I don't know what type of question it is, but if you've seen Brown Sugar, you know what this question is. When did you fall in love with hip-hop? I want to preface my answer Uh-oh. by saying that I am an immigrant. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's Whatever your answer is. I am an immigrant. I was not born here. And so my introduction into hip-hop may not be the same as everyone else's. Hip-hop is universal. Um, it's okay. I did not grow here. I flew here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you didn't grow. Wait. You, I flew here. I didn't. What did they say? Yeah, you didn't grow here. You flew here. Um, I will say it wasn't until maybe I heard some of those late 90s hip-hop songs, like a Diddy song, like Mo' Money, More Problems. And I was mm. like, ooh, I like this. Because it is a bop. It is no, like no, a... It's, no, no, he, he bops. It is a bop. So um, it wasn't until I heard that, maybe I was like, ooh, I like this stuff. Like, I like... Did I understand what, like, the undertones of hip-hop, like the underlying message in hip-hop? No, I just heard these songs were fun and they were cool. Mm-hmm. And like, did I know what a gat was when they were singing that? No. <laughs> And to be quite honest, you, I don't know what it is I don't now, think you but. have to know what a gat is. I don't, yeah. Nah, but I think it, it's, it's cool. I've been seeing a lot of, you know, I listen to a, a podcast, music podcast or two, and I've been seeing a lot of conversation around, like, people making lists. Hot 97 had a uh, episode where, or a segment where they were talking about, like, the best remixes in hip-hop, and I was like, that that's a good question. And I do think that it is 
It's a very controversial topic, but I think that it is really great and amazing in some ways because of who it's produced. But on the other end, you know, there's some toxicity in the hip-hop culture. But all in all, the things that it has produced and created, Beyonce being one of them. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean... Oh, no, I, I didn't say anything. The way you said it was like... Oh, no, okay. Anyways. Yeah. So, you fell in love with hip-hop. Let's say, more money, more problems. Yeah, like, late... Like, but when I moved here, that probably was... No, I will say that probably was right... Like, I was late 90s, early 2000s. I feel 2000s. like that's the case, because you, you love a little... B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A. No, but also, Ja Rule... Shout out to my sister because when we first came to the U.S., when we moved here, my sister asked for the Jaw Rule album for Christmas. Oh wow! <laughs> you know so how funny. old we were? We were like eight. No, this was probably like a couple years in. So I was like eight or nine. My sister was probably like ten or eleven, and we asked no for the business. we asked for the Jaw Rule album, and my mother bought it. <laughs> the explicit version or the Walmart joint? The explicit version. Eh, I beg. And we listened to it in the car one time, and she was like. Uh-uh. <laughs> this is not okay. And I think she went back and got, like, the... She got it from somebody. Yeah. Maybe we burned it or, you know, whatever. But, like, we got the That's non-explicit one. But I we had a little obsession with Ja Rule. Mm, Always there when you call. Yeah. I mean, so I think that as we have seen it, transgress, like, grow and develop, that um, you see it, like, reaching this newer, grander scale. So you go from Def Jam to Bad Boy to Rockefeller to uh, So So Def to Rap A Lot Records to uh, what is that group? That new group, uh, Mob Ties and Houston and Drake and Young Money, Cash Money and all of these different people and rappers. And I enjoy seeing them succeed, like the older rappers, but especially the there's this generation that like gets forgotten about or it's kind of like we're in our developmental years like Big Sean, Wale, Meek Mill, Kendrick, J. Cole. Like they're in a very weird space and I don't know. I don't know where music is going because some of the stuff that's out now, like I feel like I knew I was old when I listened to uh, this Money Bag Yo and Glorilla song and was like absolutely Okay, I will say, I feel like Moneybag Yo says things that I'm like, is that just like a St. Louis thing? Is he from Memphis or St. Louis? I don't know where he's from. And I don't know the brother. I'm sure he's a, a good person. Sometimes I feel like there's rap that like everyone can kind of understand, and then there's very much like regional rap. But even the rap that's like Lil Uzi Vert, which is the most, I mean, he's one of the most popular rappers out there. But I be listening like, I don't get it. Yeah. And that's how I know that I'm getting old. Well, maybe it's just whatever's trending is not what somebody said. Like some of these artists don't make music for the masses. Like they don't like some of these rap albums are just not music for the masses. Like there's albums that will never be pop culture, mm -hmm. uh, like albums. Like anything Kanye makes, people are gonna call it rap. But sometimes it's not necessarily maybe like uh, like basic rap. Like yeah, he's sometimes not, it's not. But pe people are always gonna hear about the Kanye album because he's so much in the mainstream. But I'm sure there's other artists who make really, really good, critically acclaimed albums that are just not part of TikTok or Instagram oh, we, culture. Oh, we, we know this. I think it's just, it's interesting like to see. Like Freddie Gibbs. What's a Freddie Gibbs song? 
that you like? I don't know. I just heard one. <laughs> I've heard one in the last like week, and I liked it. I should send you a list of Freddie Gibbs. No, please do actually. <laughs> no, nah, he so got I can some, start he referencing got, them. He got some I hits. He got some hits. It's just nowadays. I'm gonna you... drop it in in a conversation next time. Yeah, do that. Have I'll you heard that. of this Freddie Gibbs song? <laughs> it's great. I would, I would pay money to see you get on stage and rap a Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> Wait, how much? How much I would, would pay you? like fifty dollars. I gotta go home and memorize it right now. I would pay fifty dollars to see you. Fifty. Fifty. That's all. That's all you think I'm worth. I mean, for some rapping somebody else's lyrics. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Do you remember one time? This is just a quick set, like a tidbit. Do you remember one time we went to somebody? I don't know if it was your parents' uh, birthday thing, but we were singing. Yes, I remember. <laughs> somebody made us. Do karaoke on stage. Someone has that video, and every time I think about that video, I'm like, please, I hope it never sees the light yeah, of day. Yeah, that was horrible. Oh, do you have that video? I don't have the video. Oh so man, you would have seen it. No, well, no, that was that was yeah, that was. Speaking of, apparently she is performing at the Roots Picnic. I'm on here. Oh, is she? Mm-hmm. Is the Roots Picnic in Philly? It's in Philly. Are you guys gonna go? I would love to go. When is it? June. June something. So you know, it yeah. might be a nice little. Summer joint, but um, before we close out, it's been a little minute since the start of the year, and you know, around this time is when you pretty much start losing all hope on your future selves that you planned. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we talked about last time. <laughs> you plan to be this better person, yeah, by in my like, head. Like, March, what I'm gonna be so fit, I'm gonna be so smart because I read all these books, and then like two months later. You still got books that you ain't unwrapped. You still got, you still on the first three pages of the book. Everything that you told yourself you was going to do, you're not doing no more. Mm. And so, check-in time. Okay. And this is for the audience as well. Check-in time with yourselves. Where are you on the things that you wanted to do? Now, one of the things I remember you saying Uh was that you wanted to, I think I remember working out. But I also remember, like, being more creative and open and out there and blah, blah, blah. How you doing with that? Okay, so I will say this. As far as working out, mm-hmm. I'm trying. Okay, I'm that's trying it. Do. My issue is not the gym. First of all, I hate running, but I'll do it if I have to. Mm-hmm. My issue is not the gym. I mean, there's, you know, like, there's a gym in my building. There's a gym close by that I have a membership for. Like, I'll go. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the fact that I don't feel like it's a chore when I do go because I felt that way when I was doing those F45 classes. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, it's like a chore. Um, now I go and I take my time. And sometimes, like, I just, I'll be there for an hour, an hour and a half. Like, it's just, like, patience with myself. Yeah. Um, but I do need to be a little bit more stricter because I did miss a whole week and a half of the gym because I was mm-hmm. out and about eating around. But, um I also think, like, creativity comes in many different forms. It does. And I feel like I've become a DIY queen. <clears throat> so I've started, you know, like I said, I bought a sewing machine uh, before. Oh, yeah, I did see that. I, like, you know, I practice on, like, fabric that I've bought. Like, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I've started doing my own nails. By the way, TikTok will teach you anything. You can literally do acrylics at home by yourself. Um, so I've been doing that. Okay. I'm going to do my eyelashes. Okay. Out with creative. my makeup. Creative. Doing this podcast. It's very much creative. Because, you know, I love to talk. All I do is no, talk. No, I didn't know that. Um, yeah. It's something, you know, you got to learn every day. Um, but other than that, I think, I think I'm on the right track. On the right track. Like, I think okay. I'm on the right track. That's fair. I mean, sometimes it's just good to do those assessments. So that way, because I know this for myself, it's easy 
it's very easy to uh, get stuck in your own way, to feel like it's too much of a mountain, so why even bother, to push it off and procrastinate, to not prioritize, and I'm realizing that it's better when you do it and you kind of make it a part of your uh you just make it a part of who you are and as opposed to trying to reach a goal like you're consistently working towards something and making it a part of your character or your personality so i myself have been doing pretty good the working out is doing better the staying true to you know posting my stuff about privacy and tech policy and i'm 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 starting to, you know, I'm starting to put some plans together and I feel really good about that. So I think now for me, the time is to, uh, the time is now to kind of like go to another plateau and, and keep ascending. And yeah, you know, this year is starting off different than probably any other year, but I noticed there's some promise, there's some potential. Okay. So, so you have any words to share? As we I do. Wrap I found something that I think is important um, because it's by someone who uh, is, of course, Black History Month. We got to shout out, you know, our elders, our ancestors. Uh, it's a quote by James Baldwin that says, if I love you, I have to make you conscious of the things you don't see. Okay. Bar. Well, guys, thank you for joining us. As always, please let us know what you think. Listen, share our podcast with your friends and your family. Like, My, follow. Like and follow our Instagram page. What's our Instagram page? In the meeting room. In the meeting room. In the meeting at room. At in the meeting room. One word. I-N-T-H-E. I was about to spell the whole thing. M-E-E-T-I-N-G-R-O-O-N. <laughs> <laughs> the usher remix uh yes yeah follow us at at the at the meeting at in the meeting room um on instagram um you can listen to us on spotify or anchor or apple we're or not apple, apple music. music trifecta get and out of this we'll wait for you guys to listen to us next time peace